What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton, fresh from DreamCon. Lyndon, how are you doing? Doing well, man. Shout out to every. Shout out to first off. Shout out to everybody who came to the Anime Talk panel. Shout out to Christian, Krista, they killed it. Shout out to everyone we met in DreamCon. If you are a new listener and you are from DreamCon, welcome. This is our movie and TV podcast. I am just a co-host. Our host is Little Mr. Anime. Adam Schubert. Little anime in here from here to there. We do talk some, but thank you to everybody. Uh, if you are, if you love movies, you're in the right place. To me, this is the best movie podcast on, on the planet. We also have the best movie review show, which is Run It Back. So y'all go check out our Whiplash review, which is out now. It's an incredible review, but such a great panel. Thank you to everybody who came. It was incredible. It was fun. Uh, and just letting y'all know, we have... Another panel that's happening at Louisiana Comic-Con. Anime Talk is doing one. And if I can get my man Schubert to Lafayette, Rose Avenger is doing one, baby. We're good. So, but even if he can't come, we'll still be doing two panels, a movie panel and an anime talk panel. Super excited. Bros who binge, we're going to be talking about the best superheroes, man. We're going to be ranking superheroes. I'm super, super excited to talk about what makes a great superhero in, 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 in movies and TV and who are the best movie and TV superheroes. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, and this now nowadays you gotta add like the boys, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. the BCU. You gotta we're gonna talk about it, man. I'm, it. I'm excited. Live shows are some of the best things because we get to hear from you all. Y'all will have audience participation like we did at Anime Talk at the Anime Talk panel. Again, shout out to RDC World, shout out to DreamCon. We will be back next year. Probably gonna do two panels because y'all wanted more. Like we were only supposed to go for an hour. We went for an hour and 30 because the people the, the the place was packed and like the people were demanding it. They were like, stay like it was incredible. So shout out to all y'all, man, for real, for real. We had we went over. We had anime uh, versus they had a versus match where they play anime openings to determine which one's the best. Those people were salty with us because we were going into daytime. It was a big, it was a big, it was a big shit. It was big shit because it was just packed. But again, thank you to everybody. Shout out to the lady who uh, was like. Who who saw who recognized our podcast and was like y'all killed it and and marked us up to be in a bigger room next year. Thank you. You saw the vision. You saw the dream. It was incredible. It was just incredible, man. I had such a good time at DreamCon. I always do. But I'm excited to talk to you about. We don't have nothing to review this week. Nothing crazy. This week we're talking about what what are the best streaming service platforms and what are their IP. Or actually, you explain it better because it's your topic. But I'm excited. Yeah, about. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna move through the the news kind of quickly. You know, the one thing I want to say in, in terms of your thing is yes, you you should go to the run it back. That was my movie from my list, Whiplash, and then the Great. next movie we got is on Ian's list, uh, an Imitation Game, where um, Oscar nominated in the same year. We can come to find. So that's I'm, kind I, of I'm gonna be judging Ian. I'm letting you know now because your movie was gas. We didn't, we didn't, the Lynn yeah. movie's been gassed. If the Ian movie, if the first Ian movie is trash, coming for his neck. I mean, Oscar nominated Benedict Cumberbatch, so, you know, it's got, <laughs> yeah, we it know, good. We'll look, we, we've seen Neither it. Neither of us have seen it. Green Book is Oscar nominated. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> right. Um, Shout and yeah, and then, like, with the people who are coming up behind you with the best anime theme, it's just Bluebird, so we can just move on from that. Oh, <laughs> I know that people would be upset that you Hawker show theme, bro. 
Oh yeah, that was a good one. There's so many good things. And, the Fire um, Force theme, like you, uh, One Piece during Dress Rosa. Uh, the Dress Rosa yeah, theme. You know, you... Speaking of Yu Yu Hakusho, that does kind of lean into what we're talking about later on. Are we starting with that? Talk about you should just leave with that. Streaming. Well, no, I'm no, I mean, like for for our discussion later on, we're going to talk oh, about okay, the okay. state of streaming. What kind of uh, shows are the big streamers trying to make official? You know, Netflix talked about their story that they wanted, like One Piece, Avatar, and uh, was it was it Sandman or something else? No, it wasn't even Sandman. It was some like it was some uh, Benioff and Weiss thing, like the Benioff and Weiss uh, yeah, series. So I think that's the, that that uh, that book series that's big in China. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And. And so, like, Netflix wants to find their big franchise. So we want to talk about who the biggest franchise is. I found a Vulture article I thought was interesting that ranks the state of streamers at in 2022. Who's the best? Who's the worst? We'll talk about that. But, um, yeah, um, let's talk about you, Hagashow, real quick up on the top. Like, when we were saying they... Oh, yeah, so you ready? We can get, we're getting into it? They, yeah, yeah, we're getting into it. All right. All right, so, you, Hagashow. You, Netflix announces that you know they're gonna start throwing out the cast. You get Yusuke first off. I'm like, you know, fair, fair casting. You know, I, you can't really determine what Yusuke would look like in a live action. So I'm like, cool. I agree. But then when they did Karama, that's where I just stopped. I, so I don't even know what the other two look like. Let me go look it up. L- right look now. them up right now. So look, this is how I feel. To me, I can't tell Japanese creators what to do with Japanese content. It, it has to be a Japanese person for to tell them like, hey, you shouldn't make this. I will never. It's their culture. I can't do that. That's like that's like telling a black person they shouldn't make a static shock movie. Not doing it. But I can critique how things look. Like you said, Yusuke had no problem with him. Had no problem with Yusuke. Karama looks horrible. That is a horrible wig you put on that man. Kie looks atrocious. Kie doesn't look cool. He has he doesn't look menacing. He looks like a snake. That man looks like human version of Randall from Monsters Inc. That dude looks like human Randall Slug. It is trash. And Kuabara, I mean Blake Griffin was sitting right there, ready to be Kuabara. <laughs> now I'm just playing. Not even redhead. I get, I get that, that, that they're, to me, I feel I like they're right capitalizing here. on the new age, um, the new age look for delinquents. Like that character kind of looks like Draken from uh, Tokyo Revengers. Like they, how he has the fade, the, like it's a new yeah, age yeah. delinquent. I'm not, I'm not mad at Kuwabara as much as I'm mad at Karama and Hiei. Karama and Hiei look horrible, like straight up. Like Yusuke looks good, Kuwabara looks all right. Karama and Hiei look, Horrible. Why don't you make Karama's yeah. eyes green? You made he is blue, making him look like Randall from Monsters Inc. Shit is trash, my boy. I'm not I, look, I'll watch the first episode, but I'm not like I said, I'm not gonna judge it too hard because it is a Japanese studio. Like Japanese people can make what they want. Like they made the full metal alchemist anime live action, they made bleach, they can do whatever they want. I'm not gonna this, be mad. It's not gonna it. be in English, huh? No, it's probably no, it's probably gonna be subtitled and when I get upset yeah, at it's okay. when American studios make anime stuff and it looks trash. The One Piece thing, that's an American studio. We're going to talk about that later. But for you, you Hawkins show, I think fans need to take a step back because it's just like Bleach, how they made a, a Japanese live action. Accept it for what it is. Watch it if you want or don't. Now, if they make an American Yu Yu Hawk show, that's where we come in and start really hammering away. But as for me, 
I'm I, I, I'm not looking forward to it. I think Karam and he look trash, but I'll give it a chance. Best I got for you. And that's how I'm feeling too. I'm definitely gonna watch it, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I think EA and uh, Karama was just the worst. Yeah, it's not good. Um, but yeah, so real quick, I wanted to wrap up. I finally got to watch the Miss Marvel finale. I wanted to say what I kind of thought about it. I don't really okay. have an issue with the mutant thing. If like that's how the MCU wants to introduce it, that's their prerogative. You know, as long as we're getting mutants, yeah. I don't really care how you introduce it. Sucks for Inhumans um, fans though. Yeah, <laughs> they tried it. They failed. But they, that wasn't they tried, funny. They it's over. That's, that's the, see, that's that's fucked up because they gave it to Pearl Mother, who didn't give a fuck. Like you can't you, like, come on, man, give give they, they give humans a shot. Well, you know, at, at the end of the day, you needed to get the X Men involved. You did. So you know, no matter you, if you want to do the Inhumans, you can maybe do them later. Yeah, figure it out. But like we had to get the X Men in there because the MCU was floundering. Cool. So if she needed, like, look, mm, the MCU needs the Fantastic Four and the X Men bad, like bad. really bad. Because like like you and said, in the work too. Yeah, because it's because right now what what they're doing isn't working. The only heroes that I like are Cap and Bucky. That's it. That's the only right. like that are the only heroes I'm checking for. Oh, and the new Blade and whatever Jon Snow doing. Everything else, Marvel, the Marvels, Hulk. Uh, uh, all that other shit. I'm not checking for that. Oh, and Daredevil. I'll be checking for that. That's the three things I'm looking forward to with Marvel. Everything else, I don't give a fuck. Do not give a flying fuck about. Yeah, you know, I, the only thing I will say in terms of the Marvels movie, I it moved up my list a little bit because of Miss Marvel because I like the okay. show that much. Okay, really? Yeah, I, I'm excited I for Monica was, for for um, oh girl from um, WandaVision. I'm excited for her. Right. Is yeah. that is that so Monica I mean, Rambeau or is that Marie? That's Monica, Monica Rambeau. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited so for her. Her and Kamala Khan. I'm excited to see in this Brie Larson over Brie. Yeah, like, no, yeah, don't really give a fuck. About but, I mean, Brie I just Larson. really want to see what the, what's next for those characters. I feel like it's going to be more of their movie anyway. I hope it at is. At this point, with it, with with it, where their storylines are at, which is going to be great for the actors. Which is going to go from like headline. It'll be great for both actresses, like, man. I'm excited movie. for both of them. Right. So. Um, so yeah, that's makes me a little bit excited about that. That was the whole end credit scene tease. And that and just to wrap up my overall thoughts of it, I do I did like it better than Moon Knight. Do I, I think certain Ooh. episodes of Moon Knight are probably better than episodes of Miss Marvel, maybe like the penultimate episode. But uh, from an overall feel and the way the cohesiveness of the story went, I felt like Miss Marvel was very well written. And it's very well. See, I feel like it's also Miss Marvel very, executed what its theme was like Miss Marvel told right. you exactly what it is and they did it the right way. Whereas Moon Knight, we expected this Batman dark Marvel's doing the first real serious thing. And they gave us bullshit Indiana Jones. <laughs> right. So like that. So that's where I am at with those two, because a lot of people are like, oh, Moon Knight was definitely the best MCU show. I'm like, doesn't yeah. matter. It's not not the best superhero matter, of the but, year. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's Peacemaker. It's, but um, uh, the boys. Oh, look at you giving it to Peacemaker over the boys. I fuck with that. I think I think Peacemaker's season one was better than the boys season three. But oh, was it better than shit. the boys in general? I don't think so. Oh like, you know, shit, I, bro! I think the, the boys season two was better than Peacemaker season one. 
the bo- the bros who binge awards are gonna be hot this year. Peacemaker voice the boys for superhero of the year award, superhero TV show of the year. I'm excited to discuss that. Season three of the boys was it better than Peacemaker season one? I love Soldier Boy and Jensen Ackles. Wish we could have got more. I see how That's you close. say. I see how you say Peacemaker season one is better, but the boys is still the overall better show. I do. I do see that because season three of the boys had some issues. It was great. It was good. It was but good, it issues. but it, it had it its issues. A little flat. Yeah, for sure. But it was still good. Uh, so let's talk about the boys real quick. So the boys superhero college spinoff title is revealed. It's called Welcome to Gen V. Good for that. Yeah, I'm excited. That's all I got to say. When you've talked about it before, I'm excited about the show. Uh, I think it's a clever title. It's better than calling it the boys college you know, years something. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but that moves us into the trailers where we got a lot of interesting ones this week. Let's start with some of the least interesting ones. So I watched clerks three and mm-hmm. it, it's the same old, same old Kevin Smith stuff. I, uh, you know, if you want to go watch that trailer, go check it out. Uh, I'm, I'll definitely be watching clerks three uh, just cause I like those stupid stoner movies. Okay. I'm gonna check um, it out. And then I watched She Said, and we said that we were going to talk about it last week. It's the trailer about the Me Too movement. Oh, yeah. It's definitely going to be something to watch. Definitely something that I'm going to watch. Uh, Carrie Mulligan, Zoe Kazan look like they're going to do a really it. great job. Car- Carrie Mulligan's been Andre. making a lot of um, polarizing content from uh, Promising Young Woman to now this. You mean Mulligan? Or just yeah. Kazan? You know, K- Carrie okay. Mulligan. Yeah, she was in Promising Young yeah, Woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm excited to, to see that. I think that's a good trailer to go check out, but it's old. Uh, we just didn't get around to it last week. And uh, then we got the Manti Teo documentary, which I think is coming out real soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching oh, that. I see that. Saints, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Former Saints. But it has, nothing was... to, it has nothing to do with the Saints. It's more about, no. that was, bro, that was an era. He was a good Saint. He was. He wasn't bad. That really <laughs> derailed his entire career. If we're being honest. Well, it's really funny is because like the way that that season progressed and that was such a storyline. So like, it's really cool to hear the whole story. And then like, even when his teammates were saying, yeah, he was off in that national championship game. He was. Uh, that, that national championship game. And I was like, bro, they how had, did this team make it to the national championship? He was so worried about that situation. Like it got to his head. It affected him. And I'm very interested right. to hear from the girl too, the catfish. Yeah, she's exactly. in it. So, like, this is gonna be crazy. Like, this was talked about every day on Sports Center, and no one could really like discuss it because they didn't know how to talk about it. I wish I was in media at the time. I'd have had a field day I, with know, this. And, and I forgot like how it all started because like I I thought they had just discovered that she was a catfish, but I forgot that the whole deal was that he said she it. had died. Yeah, he said she died. Yeah. Yeah, and like he played like a, one of the best games. I remember watching the game that he played so good in, and I was dedicated to her. <laughs> yeah, dedicated to her. Crazy man, I, this is gonna be a great doc. I'm interested. In this. Yeah, so watch it's that. It's part of that, night. isn't it? Part of the uh, Netflix Untold Sports Story series. That's a good series. Yeah, it's part of the Untold series. Yeah. Yep. Correct. Um. So next, let's talk about. Spin me around because you watched that one. Yeah, it is. Interesting. Allison Brie. One of the weaker ones. Yeah, it was probably the weakest trailer that we got this week. See, you know, I thought it was pretty interesting. You know, Allison Brie, you know, you got Molly Shannon, mm-hmm. uh, little little red. Yeah, Laurel Howery. Howery. Yep. Laurel Howery. Uh, you know, you got a lot of people you see from the, some of the normal comedies. 
and they're kind of put into this situation. This serious like, movie. An Olive Garden person gets sent on a trip to Italy, and then like she gets seduced by, you know, the millionaire mogul, and yeah. it turns into like some horror shit. So I'm excited about that. And that then you got Albert movie. Plaza, you got Debbie Ryan coming out the Disney shadows, yeah. man. Shout out to Debbie Ryan. Love seeing when Disney people get work. Uh, Zach Woods is in this. I like Zach Woods. Molly Shannon, Fred Armisen, Ted Heideacker. Like, like you said, this is a great comedic cast seeing if they can do uh, serious and horror. Yeah, so I'll be interested to see that. I'll watch it, out. but it, like I said, yeah. it was the weakest trailer. Doesn't mean I don't think it's going to be bad. I'm just, it's just something that I have to be proven like when I see it. Oh, and I did watch the Halloween Ends trailer. Um, Trash. After the last Tra- Halloween in the movie, scene, ended. Ended. Like, man, we gave Danny McBride and his writer so much praise after the first one. They dropped the ball with the second one. They just did. Yeah, first one was really good. But the mm-hmm. second one, awful. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um, so let's talk about funny pages, A24 doing a coming of age, real low budget shooting. It looks like, you know, very, very reminiscent of PTA's first movie, which is, um, hold on, I'm gonna look it up, but very reminiscent of PTA, very reminiscent of Wes Anderson's first movie and very reminiscent of like Reservoir Dogs. It feels like the Sundance kids era, right when they first started, It, it feels very reminiscent to all of that. Wait, let me let me give you Wes Anderson's first right, movie. And this is um right, it looks like Rushmore directorial debut. It is this person's directorial debut. I think if this movie's good, it's gonna be one of those situations where this is this this guy is now like the hot name. It it feels like bottle right. rocket, it feels like bottle rocket and rushmore, it feels like reservoir dogs, and it feels like uh what's Paul Tom? I think it's hard boiled, is his first one. I believe uh, rest in peace to the lead actor in it because he was great. Uh, Yeah, it is hard boiled. So yeah, it feels very much so like those three's first movie. So I'm oh hard eight, not hard boiled. Excuse me. Hard eight starring uh, Philip Baker Hall, who just passed away. So this movie, this movie looks very interesting, super dark comedy, super, super dark shit going on almost to the point to where it feels creepy. So like, that's why I yeah. say some of the Wes Anderson stuff coming in, but I'm going to watch it. A24 is on a hot street. They've been on it for a while. Yeah. I'm also interested in this actor, Daniel Zogadari. Could be a breakout for him. He looked like he was going to be pretty good and it looked like he'd be a breakout for him. One thing that's funny, I just realized when I was looking at the IMDb page, that Andy Milanakis is casting. Oh my gosh. Okay. The dude who never ages. In the past. Yeah. Um, so next up, we're going to talk about let's talk about the idol the real quick oh jeez <laughs> that looks good first movie or was it a movie or tv show something. tv series it looks pretty good like it you know, does. hollywood party and well, i'm it, more it, interested in lily rose dead see I no i'm i'm so interested in the weekend's character the weekend is like this guru like this this self-made guru Andrew Tate style, like life coach and Lily Rose Depp is joining his cult. And it's about him being a cult leader and her trying to her joining it. And and does she escape? Like, I'm so interested in this story. It looks like just Coke and partying and all that from the outside. But when you read the synopsis about him being this self-made cult leader, love guru type person with crystals change, trying to lead these people's lives, like 
so interested in this. Terror cards, yeah, like be... this is straight up for all the women who believe in all that zodiac, you crystal, you crystal ladies. Like, I know y'all out there curse friends just like that. I'll be telling curse, put the crystal down, Kirsty. It's not real. <laughs> Where is this supposed to come out on HBO, yeah. brother? This is H this is great HBO. That's what I'm saying, like it, it looks exactly what HBO is trying to do right now. It's kind of like euphoria meets adulthood. Yeah, for sure. Just like some of the the way it looks like it's going to be shot. So I'm definitely interested in watching that. Uh, The next thing we're going to talk about is something else that's streaming this time on Hulu. It looks really good. Hulu's killing it too. Mike Tyson docuseries. Uh, London, you mentioned off air that the Itania people are going to be putting that on. Yep, yep, yep. So. You know, Trevante Rose does a really good job of getting that Mike Tyson voice down. And uh, I don't know if Mike has anything involved it. in it. And we know that the I, Tanya people go there. Like, I, like Tanya Harding right. didn't have much to do with I, Tanya. Like, she had a little bit, but they went there. Like, she was like, tell my story. And I, I feel like they're going there with Mike. Like, whether Mike has involvement or not, but usually when they don't, we see a little bit more edgier stuff. And I, look, Trevante Rose was great in Moonlight. And I think this is something because after Moonlight, he didn't have that many break. Like the Predator, he wanted to be good. It just didn't work for him with Keegan-Michael Key. He hasn't had too many great roles after this. But I think this is the one because I think Trevante Rhodes' name needs to be up there with Robert Pattinson, with Daniel Kaluuya, with uh, John David Washington, with Jonathan Majors, with Adam Driver. He's up there with the big dogs. Like, and I think he can be a leading man and I think this is the start of that. Like, John Stewart is just, is, if this is good, John Stewart is waiting for him. Right. Yeah. I think this could really be something for him. And it looks like, you know, I mean, obviously it's, the spotlight's all on him for this. You need to recast like T'Challa. I mean, the brother look like. <laughs> I mean, if, if, it, if the Amy Award show you anything, one thing that Hulu's doing really well right now is the docuseries. We're going to talk so, about it. Like the way that like Hulu's TV right now is great. Got to give Disney their credit for that. Got you. Exactly. Um, but moving on to the next trailer, we got, let's talk about the Welcome to Wrexham because it's also going to be streaming on Hulu. <laughs> what a weird. Um, it's an FX show. F- <laughs> FX is it a documentary? Yeah, this is true. Yeah, yeah Ryan Reynolds yeah. and Ron McElhaney by a Welsh uh, premiership soccer team <laughs> called Wexham. And they go, they, the documentary shows their journey of being the owners and trying to um, make a change for this soccer club's trajectory and how it affects the community. Yeah. I think it's going to be really interesting. It's something that I'm really, really excited about, um, especially because I've been really getting into premier league soccer not in mm-hmm. the sense of like i'm watching games but like i love uh the whole idea of how big that it is and compa- you know and in comparing it to how big you know college football is in america yeah. it's very similar and having a friend who lives in a in the area of Shout a, out to a, joe yeah not the premier league but like the tier under it mm-hmm. yeah he lives in a and the town where it has one of those teams. And so oh, like, I know it's very popular. similar to the Wexham thing. So on the weekends, like, like the so town cool. shuts down. Like it's all about right. that soccer thing, walking there. Like 
we went to a rugby match when I went to Europe, not a soccer match because they didn't have one, but like, like it, it, just the second most popular team in the town and everything shut down, beers are flowing. It, it was just packed. So I can only imagine how soccer is. I'm excited to see that. Right. So I want to watch that for sure. Um, with you. And good to see Rob McClaney doing some other stuff. Uh, he needs to. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's got everybody like the game show, bro. Oh, yeah, he does has the Apple TV video game show. But like Charlie's doing stuff. I mean, Glenn Howerton's up from Mr. Fantastic. Rob is not doing anything, bro. (laughs) Uh, So let's talk about HBO again. We're going to House of House of Dragon. Wow. Uh, Official trailer. Look, great. You know, I was I've been lukewarm on all this Game of Thrones shit. That trailer sold me. That trailer. Yeah, that, that trailer, like, it pulled me back in <laughs> just when I thought like, I was yeah. out. But I'm still out on that Jon Snow series. I'm still 100% yeah. out on that Jon Snow series. But for this, I can get behind it. It's it's far away, so I, I can be invested in these characters. I don't know what's going to happen. And it looks like they're getting back to traditional Game of Thrones. It looks great. Good fighting dragons, political intrigue. I'm in it. Right, Yeah. One thing that was big in Game of Thrones was the fact that the women could take power and go to the mm-hmm. Iron Throne, but in this era of Westeros, that's a total... Well, we're seeing thing. the start of it. Like, we're seeing, like, exactly, how yeah. they get control. Like, these are the first... These are the women who lay the seeds for, like, Lady Tyrell, Cersei, and and, uh, and Daenerys. Exactly. So I think that's a pretty cool storyline in that. I love seeing Matt, Matt Smith, Smith doing yeah. his thing in that. <laughs> Matt Smith's gonna be badass. <laughs> yeah, he will. Uh, I like that black guy, man. I'm interested in seeing what that black dude, dude does with the dreads. With dreads, yeah, white dreads, yeah, dude looks cool. He's probably like some like guy that they he's found. A, on, he's like, a Targaryen, bro. Oh, is he a Targaryen? Yeah, I don't know if he's that through marriage or or what, but he's a Targaryen. Well, with the white hair, he could be. Yeah, blood. no, he is. Apparently, like oh, that's dope. every all these people are gonna have their dragons. I'm excited to see dragon versus dragon combat. Like, ready for all that shit. Yeah. So ready, ready for that. And then that the might have been. It was. Breaking. It was. It was either that or Mike for the best trailer. Like that's how good the dragons trailer was. Like I was shocked how much I liked it. Yeah, it was great. And the one trailer that I thought we both really liked was Breaking with John. Oh Malaysia yeah, and Michael K. Williams. Shout, rest in peace, film. man. Wrestling. Michael K. Williams, great actor. Sad to see that he's no longer here. This is his last movie. Definitely going to support it. But shout out to John Boyega, man. Seeing John Boyega do well, it just makes me question Ryan Johnson. Like, Ryan, how did you make Looper and Knives Out and you make incredible movies, but you turn John Boyega into one of the worst Star Wars characters ever? Like, I don't get it. You can make great stuff. And John Boyega is a great actor, as we're seeing in this trailer for this new movie. I'm excited. It looks like a modern day dog day afternoon with uh, Pacino. And I forget. Um, oh, man, I'm blanking on the guy's name, but he played Fredo, whatever his name is. The classic legendary yeah. actor. It reminds me of that movie. And I'm very interested. It has a message. So good on John Boyega. This could be big for him. Yeah, and he looks like he's going to do a really terrific job in that role. And Michael Just K. like Trevante Rhodes uh, needs like something to boost him up. This can boost up John. Yeah, and then on the flip for Michael K. Williams, it just goes to show like why is such a tragedy that we lost him so soon. Such a talent. Almost acting right at the top of his game again uh, with some of the movies that he had been in. And then this movie could be just another 
another springboard another for him. That. Yeah, man. Crazy. Uh, but yeah, that gets us to the news. We're going to try and run through some of these pretty quickly. There's not really too much to talk about with them. But HBO Max is adding a big collection of A24 films starting on August 1st. Uh, 28 of the A24 films, including Ex Mahina and Room, are going to be included. That doesn't include Hereditary and uh, Minari and one other. Man, I'm mad. Like, good for, good for HBO Max adding these A24 films. I'm going to check it out. But I'm mad at HBO well, Max, bro. They canceled one of the best shows on HBO Max. Oh, it's on the bottom. And it's fucking whack. It's whack. Wait. We'll wait on it. All right. And uh, so ne- the next story we got, though, is Andrew Garfield, his retirement was way short. Uh, he said he, <laughs> he was retired acting for a while, and then he gets... Yeah, he said he was going to stop acting for a while, and now he gets cast as billionaire business mogul Richard nah, Branson. We, you know what happened. That man got nominated for an Emmy and was like, oh, 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 we're back in it, baby. Uh, TV, not a bad spot. I feel like he likes TV, man. Like, he's good at it. Like, honestly, we shouldn't be considering movie actor or TV actor anymore. It's just actors in the age of streaming. I told you this a while ago. Any actor can be in a TV show. Kate Winslet proved that. When Kate Winslet won that Emmy for Mayor Easttown, I said, it's, it's over. It's different. Brian Cranston yeah. did it with your honor. Everyone can come and get these press TV shows. And Andrew Garfield learned that he could do, he did it with Under the Banner of Heaven. Another Hulu. True, Michael Keaton show. might get one this year, too. So. He, Keaton would dope sick. Like, it, it, it's going to be the new thing. Get you a prestige TV show and, and work some TV. Um, so this show is going to be called Hot Air. It's going to be directed by David Leach, who okay. did Deadpool, too. Uh, the six-part series is written by John Croker, who wrote Paddington 2. Based good on good book, writer. Dirty Tricks, British Airways, Secret War Against Virgin Atlantic by investigative journalist Martin Gregory. The story follows Richard Branson through it, the unbelievable rise of his, country, of his company, Virgin Airways, and the campaign to buy British Airways, or the, and the campaign buy British Airways to bring it down. So, mm, I wonder to me about airplanes. I wonder which one I'm interested in this. There'll be some I'm, I'm interested in learning about Richard Branson, but uh, I'm interested to see where this lands. Is this HBO? Is this Hulu? Like, depending on who this is, I, my my guess is either Maybe. Amazon, HBO or Hulu. And if any one of those three gets it, Apple. Yeah, I can see Apple, too. Any one of those three will be a great landing spot for it. Um, next up, we got Saturday Night Live breakouts, Ben Marshall, John Higgins, and Martin Hearley. Uh, the comedy trio, better known as Please Don't Destroy. Are oh, my gosh. I didn't even know there was a comedy debut. trio at SNL. <laughs> Post yeah, Lonely I Island. Die. <laughs> die. But apparently it's these guys, and they got plans to release a movie in theaters next August. Judd Apatow is going to produce it. Uh, Marshall Higgins and Hearley will write the movie, which centers on three childhood friends who live and work together. When the threesome decides that they don't like their life trajectory, they set off to find a gold treasure that is rumored to be buried in a nearby mountain. So, sounds like you know a, a typical comedy. Yeah, it, Apatow produced could you know get the funds. That's the thing. Good. I hope it's good because it's Apatow produced. But we'll see what this with this tri- with this trio has. Yeah, I, I might have to watch Saturday Night Live to figure out who these guys even are. But maybe <laughs> like, only thing that got is going for them right now is that word Judd Apatow. Like that's the only thing that's making me be like, okay, I'll watch. Yeah, anything with Apatow, that's the only reason why I'm behind these guys. But we'll see. We'll see what they got. 
All right, next is a, a story from Wes Anderson's new movie, Asteroid City. Ooh. It's going to be released by Focus Features. It's described as a poetic meditation on the meaning of life set in a fictional American <laughs> desert town circa 1955 and its junior stargazer convention. Uh, the film brings together students and parents from across the country for scholarly competition, rest, and recreation, uh, comedy, drama, romance, and more. The star-studded cast features Tom Hanks and Margot Robbie in their Anderson film debuts, um, and it also includes Jason Schwartzman, Scarlett Johansson, Jeffrey Wright, Tilda, Swin Tilda Swinton, Brian Cranston, Ed Norton, Adrian Brody, Leah Schreiber, Hope Davis, Stephen Park, Rupert Friend, Maya Hawke, Steve Corral, Matt Dillon, Hong Cha, Will Willem Dafoe, Jake Ryan, S Sophia Lillis, Ethan Lee, Jeff Goldblum, over Tony Revolori. Tony Revolori, Jake Ryan, uh, Aristo Mihan, Grace Edwards. Nice. Uh, great cast. The classic Wes Anderson cast. Like I said, Tony Revolori is becoming like Tilda Swinton, Ed Norton, Adrian Brody. Those people are always in his movies. So I'm excited to see what this is. I don't like the description, but I watch all Wes Anderson movies ever since uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. I was going to be goofy, man. It's like Junior Stargazer convention. These are all going to be a bunch of alien heads. <laughs> I'm going to check it out. Some asteroids coming or something. Friends Dispatch was good. So, like, I'll see what he has. Um, so Craig McCracken is going to take another crack at Powerpuff Girls and Foster's Home for Imaginary Boo! Friends. Boo! Oh, no, it's animated. It's animated. Never mind. Yeah, the original creator of the two animated classics is developing reboots of the series for Hanna-Barbera Studios Europe. Uh, reboot it, retool it, reuse it, redo it. The Powerpuff Girls reboot, reboot revisits and expands upon the world of the original show as Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup based off against a variety of villains comprised of familiar foes and new threats. Makes sense. Uh, but Foster's is doing something different where they will return an original preschool animated Good. series, welcoming a new cast of imaginary friends. At least that's that's new. I that that makes sense, whereas Powerpuff Girls doesn't. So I'm not mad at right. Foster's, but Powerpuff Girls can we age you know, them up? Like let's make them teens. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I, you know, and now that you're saying it, Foster's does have the in, interesting way of being something that is Fresh. everlasting. Yeah, because it's always about imaginary friends yeah. and like you could get younger kids like it. Once a kid gets a certain age, you can start to like we can grow these kids up, have fosters like with the blue stuff and then bring it back to preschool for a new generation. You can constantly, right. re constantly redo this. Yeah, so that's a good, a good uh, point. So I think that'll probably do better than the Powerpuff Girls. I agree. Seems like same old, same old. Yep. Uh, so Peter Dinklage has been cast as Casca Highbottom in the Hunger Games prequel, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Uh, his character is going to be the dean of the academy where Snow attended. Okay. So he's the one that Just pushed Snow over the edge. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell are going to star in that Apple live-action series about Godzilla and the Titans. That's the only thing that makes me interested in that. <laughs> Other than that, like, I don't give a fuck. Uh, Are You the One is going to the UK. A British version of the hit matchmaking series is launching later this summer on MTV channels outside of the US via streamer Paramount+. Plus. Uh, the show is the first UK edition of the MTV series, which premiered in 2014. 
Okay, nice. UK does things better than us, so I'm excited to see the UK right. version of Are You the One? Reality better, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat sequel moving forward at New Line with the same director. Okay, whatever. Hopefully it's a better story. Right. D- uh, Dazus and... Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Put some respect on the gods, man. Well, they're they're over. Yeah, it's done. They had some beef. Pod, I hate seeing podcast beef, but apparently um rumor is they weren't really friends. They just made it work for the business. So I mean it happens when you're not really friends with like the people you work with. I, I can see how that's possible. Right. Especially with podcasting. Uh, then- like I get it outside of podcasting, but with podcasting. You have to like the person you're talking to or it won't work. Like you don't have to be friends for forever. It helps like like right. our connection. But for example, me and Jazz, we're new friends, but it works because I respect Jazz. Jazz respects me. If you don't respect the person you're talking to, it'll never work. Yeah, exactly. So good that they finally hung it up then. Yeah, they I'm made sure someone else going to pop up soon. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, and here's your story close enough. Trash. HBO. Trash, bro. HBO, what are you why. doing? Like, great show. I'm glad it got three seasons. JG Quinto makes something else. But hopefully the fans, they're, they're doing a fan thing where it's like, hashtag bring uh, close enough back. But after the, the Snyder cut, I don't know if Warner Brothers are listening to hashtags anymore. <laughs> well, you know, it depends on where JG Quintel is like uh, attached to. Like, if HBO signed him to like. I think he. I think he's an HBO. I think he's an HBO Adult Swim. I think he's an HBO Adult Swim Cartoon Network guy. I wouldn't be mad if he moved to Hulu, but I feel like that's his. Like that's where he's always created. Right, Um, but that wraps up everything for the news. We get moving to movie on the rise. Oh, I got I got some this week, baby. It's time for the the segment of the show where we suggest one movie, one TV show, or multiple that's coming out this week or it's been out for a little bit. It's a big Linden week. We got the Gray Man dropping this Friday. Super excited for that. And we got Jordan Peele's big movie. Nope. I'm going to see it tomorrow. You going to see it this weekend? If not, I'm going to get a little rich. No, I'm going to see the Gray Man. All right. So me and you will review the Gray Man. Me and Lil Reg will review Nope. Both of that will be on this show next week. So I'm going to see Nope tomorrow. Uh, excited for it. I'll uh, let you know if I see Nope. I'm considering it. You should. You really should. They say that this is the best. The time, they said that this time. is going to be the best movie of the summer. Like it's apparently it's a Western mixed with a sci-fi mixed with a thriller. Like he said that this is his most spectacle movie. It's not a horror film like uh, us or Get Out. Like he's trying to make other types of film. And to let me to, to make you even more excited, he sees him and Daniel Kaluuya as Scorsese and De Niro. Like he's trying to be the new age Scorsese and De Niro with him and Kahlua. So they're, they're going to be making more movies and he wanted to do something different with Daniel this time. So I'm excited to see it just for that fact alone. And they said yeah. Kiki Palmer might win an Oscar. And if Kiki Palmer wins wow. an Oscar, that's big for our generation. Cause Kiki came up with a, Like Kiki was our girl before Zendaya. Yeah. Kiki I mean, was Zendaya before in. Zendaya. Yeah. And she came in and the Nick, Era she with, was uh, between Raven and Zendaya. Like Ariana. Kiki, exactly. Kiki was part of that generation between Raven and Zendaya with like Ariana Grande, Zoe, and, and Victorious. All right. Um, for me, on the other end, all I have is South Park Streaming Wars Part 2. It's the only thing I said I was coming out this week. I knew you had the big ones. Look, Gray Man, I'm I'm ready for it, brother. I like tomorrow, me and Curse going to watch Nope, getting that out of the way. Friday, I told her. Don't bug me. 
Sheila, you, I told her and Sheila to go somewhere. I'm sitting in the front with some adult accessories, some popcorn, and I'm going to fucking town, baby. Ryan Gosling back doing action with a little bit of nice guys comedy. Let's fucking go. Yeah, it's going to be a really good one. I'm excited that it's going to be on. And then we get Bullet Train in a couple of weeks, and then we're going to be sad because that's all of our movies. (laughs) Yeah, isn't Blue Beetle supposed to come out in, like, September? Mm, No, next year. We got Black Adam in September. We got Black Adam and Shazam for the rest of the year. It's in the fall. Yeah. I think November. Yeah, something like, no, no, October, November, something like that. Something like that. Um, so let's move into the discussion stuff. Where are you at on Love Island? Let's do that real quick. Um, the the boyfriend, the ex. I, I didn't get far. I'm not gonna. Oh, lie. Jax. Yeah, he just Jax popped up. Name. Yeah, crazy. How's like? How did they allow for her ex boyfriend to like nuts? I, I I was waiting for a twist like that. Like when I was first watching the season, <laughs> I was like, you know, it'd be really crazy if they just brought someone's ex. Does that fuck like, up Luca? Like? No. Nah. Okay, okay, because he was like, man, Jax this keeps happening to me. Yeah, J- Jax finds himself a girl pretty quickly and sticks Who's with he that. with, Ekansu? Nah, Paige. Paige, ah, okay. Uh, makes sense. Paige is beautiful, and all those dudes left her. Luca's a fucking idiot for Jim. Jim is so young, man. Like, why is no one considering that, yeah. like... I don't know why no one talks about that. That's like, nice. bro, she's too young to be in a, a relationship. A, and let me not say age is number a number, but like, y'all know what I'm saying. Like, to me, at 19, I was a different person than I am now at 28, 27. And the dude she's with, Luca, is a fishmonger, and he's 26. Like, dude is like uh, yeah, in and, life. And her dad is a famous soccer player. Her dad he's is a famous soccer player. Yeah, he, he played with Beckham. Oh, they're the trying to get that team. money. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I just don't. I just don't like the whole I'm going to be 26 through 28 getting with an 18 year old. It just feels weird to me. Yeah. Like, I think the weird thing, too, is like later on, you'll see her talking to like the girls and like Ekin Sue, who's 28, is going to like ask her for like relationship advice. I'm like, she's 19. But didn't you say you wanted to be her big sister, Ekin Sue? Right. Like, what are you talking about, bitch? Yeah. So when does when do they wild. when do when do they get rid of Ikansu in in that other girl? Oh, Ekansu still around where I'm. At. No, not Ekansu. Akansu. Oh. Uh, Akani. Akani's the black guy. Oh, Ikenna. Yeah. Ikenna. Yeah. When do they get rid of Ikenna in that other girl? Probably. Well, uh, you know, honestly, I think a little while because Jack's got a couple up with Paige, so. And I and I need I need my man Demi to get with India because they just need to stop beating around the bush. Yeah, that'll happen, but that's all blown up when it gets Casa more. I'll it's, be ready this for has been next the best week. Casa more. Oh, Casa more is great. Watch on. Ooh. Yeah, it's the best Casa more I've ever seen on Love Island. Like you know, relationships mean nothing. Big switch. So so it's like Shauna, Shauna and Callum. Like when Shauna left Callum, it was big. Like that was big for Casa more. No, you're not going to get like... Oh, no, when Colum like, left you know, Shauna, not, not the other way around, my bad. Luca and Jim are pretty obvious. Like, they're the couple that would, that will make it through. Okay. I haven't gotten through it all, but I mean, like, Luca's just that dude who's just so damn bad. And Dim- D- Dammy and, and India aren't switching up. They switch up? I don't know if they're switching up. That's what I'm saying. I don't know yet, but I mean, all I know is that ain't nobody not kissing somebody. 
damn, it ain't safe out here in the streets. Real yeah. shaky warrior. I'll be caught up next week. But uh, the um, Bachelorette. Speedo Shane. <laughs> Yo, one of those dudes' dicks was too big. They had to black out the fucking Speedo. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, they blacked out a few of those Speedos. Man, yeah. they didn't black out everybody's Speedo. Some people had tiny peckers, and that shit wasn't, it wasn't worth them blacking out. But they blacked out yeah. like four dudes. I was like, oh. <laughs> like, if you're those girls, at that point, you got to be like, ooh, he got a big junk. <laughs> well, it's one of those things where, like, later on, you know, the dude Chris gets in trouble for talking about the fantasy suites, and it's like, yeah. Chris is out here talking about the fantasies. We talking about sex, but you know, y'all got y'all are looking at dicks. Like five dogs. <laughs> and that, and look, you don't think me, they're thinking about sex right now? I've been getting cursed to watch it with me. She was she was perplexed by this. She was like, "I get you not wanting him to talk about it, but like all of them are thinking about fantasy suites. Like they're lying if they aren't thinking about having sex with them." Yeah, the the big issue with I feel like that was just was, I feel like that was, was just, just necessary bachelorette drama that needed to happen because nobody else was giving them drama. Well no, well I mean he straight up said that he was like, Oh yeah, like it's probably gonna be a problem for me if I'm if they have sex with other people. That's where I'm he fucked up about it. Yeah. But I'm See, yeah, that was that was like the worst thing that he said. Also, like, I don't so know like why these dudes don't shut up and stop talking to these other dudes. Like you know these dudes wanna throw salt. I in know the game. producers do that. I know, but you know that these guys are just ready to to throw salt in game. That's why. Shout out to uh, I tweeted at you. Let me pull up his name. Shout out to uh, hold on, where's it at? Oh, I gotta go to my tweets and replies because I tweeted it at you. Shout out to uh, hold on from Bachelorette because he's not talking to nobody. He just two timing. <laughs> like, I, oh, shout out to Logan. Logan's just kissing them both, not telling who, not telling none of the boys he's kissing them both. It's going to blow up in his face for sure. But hey, the other boys don't know. That's what I'm saying. If I'm, if I'm on this show, I'm not telling none of the dudes shit because they're ready to snitch in their pussies and they got to throw salt on other people's game. Yeah. No, those dudes are definitely out. Uh, I was really surprised to see that the drag racer got eliminated. Yeah, I was like, damn. I was like, girl, it's week two. Yeah, I was like, you don't feel it after three days? Like, after three days, you getting rid of them? But my girlfriend said, like, when she kissed him, she probably didn't feel the spark, so. Yeah, I guess so. But three days is nuts. He'll he'll go to paradise. (laughs) Uh, He will? Three days is crazy. But I feel like that was more so... They had to get rid of people. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but, but, well, I guess they did. You know, they had a that roast ceremony that kicked some more people out. Not a lot of big surprises there. Um, the Mario thing was, was funny. Mario was like, yeah, yeah. I'm going I'm to talk to both of them. And, and uh, what was the other? Was, uh, not Rachel. Joseph but, or something. Uh, what's her name? Gabby. Gab- Gabby wasn't playing with that. Gabby was like, I got too many men that want me to be fucking with you. You could go with Rachel. <laughs> like. Yeah. And I love Gabby with the dreaded guy, with the daughter. Like, I know she's oh, yeah. probably not ready for a daughter. She won't pick him probably because of that. But I think he's going to make it far. I think he's next bachelor potential. Mm, yeah, I like I like that. I don't like any of Rachel's like guys. I only like Gabby's. Right. Well, I mean, that was like the main thing that everyone was kind of saying on the way. And it was like, you know, Rachel's probably the most picturesque bachelorette. But like Gabby's like so interesting and unique. Her personality is better than Rachel. Rachel's just blah. Yeah. Rachel's just like your cookie cutter bachelor girl. Yeah. And 
and Gabby's like actually kind of interesting. And that's when like that dude was like, oh, Rachel's everybody's dream girl. Me and my girlfriend just laughed. We were like, the other girl's more interesting. Sorry. Like Meatball's going to do it next week where he's going to be like, yeah, sorry, Rachel. I'm here for Gabby. And like Rachel's going to cry. Like you can already tell she's so self-conscious of Gabby because like Gabby's so sure of herself. Like when Logan did that, she was just like, I'm not going to mess with Logan. But when Rachel was like, oh, Mario, Rachel's like, come here, Mario, because she's an attention seeking thought, whereas Gabby's confident and not insecure. I'm rocking with Gabby. Fuck Rachel. Right. Yeah. We, uh, you know, at this point, like, especially the way that it's been going, I wish they just was stuck to I would just done Gabby. Yeah. Like, like it, it did. The two the two is just causing confusion. Yeah. Um, but speaking of causing confusion, let's go to claim to fame where people oh. are trying to. Uh, oh, they did this and did brother dirty. Oh, they did him dirty. This nah, it's his cousin. Oh, his cousin. But I blame bro. He was too aggressive. Like he should have been trying to be their friend instead of being like, I know your secret. I know your secret. I'm getting y'all out of here. Dude, that was a bad strategy. Bad strategy. And yeah. he was the only one that figured out that what's her name was Whoopi Goldberg's granddaughter. Right. So he that, was smart. So, that's like the one thing that gets left. Like now she's in the clear because now he's mm-hmm. gone. So. Yep. And and now I think the older black lady, not LC, but the darker skin yeah. one who was talking to him, I think her and X are going to have a team because she knows who X is. And I think she's going to save LC was the one who knows what X is. Uh-uh. LC's with the glasses. Yeah. No, it's the darker skin one because she, she said exactly what you said. She was like, I watched Orange is the New Black, and he looked just like Laverne Cox. Right. And she was so, the only one who thought that. I love how they were like, yeah, Simone Biles, that's Simone Biles' sister, but she's a layup, so we're going to... Yeah, we're her saving her, her just like they're saving Brett Favre's daughter, too. They're like, she's a layup, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, like, the crazy thing about the show is, like, the alliances, like, where Homeboy, the country guy, is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, like, tell Pepper straight up, like, don't go after Britney. But that's because I feel like he, no one knows who he is. So like he, he's just gathering information. It's just going to start knocking them off one by one. Like, I think he's in the lead right now. If I had to say anything. Yeah. I think he's like the main person I I, I can't get a read on. No one is going to figure out who that dude is. Like it was him and like Chuck Norris's grandson probably would have made it because I wasn't guessing Chuck Norris for that nerdy looking dude. But I there's so many country singers that like, It'll probably be someone like Morgan Wallen, just basic. But like, I have no idea who that dude is. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I need to figure out what the relation was again. I might need to rewatch that first bit because like, it was, I think he lied about the relation or his grand. Yeah. See, if he lied about it, then I don't even know. I think, I think it's his I think it's his grandfather, maybe. I think it's a grandfather. But I'm not so, sure. And if it's grandfather, it's not Morgan Wallen. It's going to be somebody more famous. Old. So, yeah. Seconds or something like that. But um, yeah, that's claim to fame. Excited to keep watching that. Uh, that's our I reality finished, TV show. You finished yeah, the bear? I finished the bear. I didn't. I didn't get to watch the season finale because Curtis didn't watch it with me. God. Oh, okay. Well, season finale is pretty big, but you did watch like that little. I watched up to. Minute. I watched up to episode. Six. I, I'm caught up minus so the finale. You seen uh, Sydney leave, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but I that think was a wild episode. He's gonna come back though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, everybody's coming back. But I mean, it's just like, yeah, so you don't know, like, the big twist at the end was pretty, pretty wild. But yeah, what's his face? John Barenthal killed Crazy. in that sixth episode. Bro, dude, dude lit it up. He, John Barenthal is right now arguably one of the best actors in Hollywood, going from this to 
to We Own This City. Like, he's putting out hits, man. And this yeah. was great. I hate Cousin. Let's talk about it next week. We'll do it full deep dive yeah, next week because we'll, I'll, I'll watch the finale. We'll have to do it next week because, like, he Cousin gives one of his best acting performances in the whole, whole series. And I think Lip's killing it. And Carmi gives one of his – yeah, Carmi gives one of his best performances the whole season in the first – like five minutes of that episode. Hell yeah. Well, I'm excited. We'll definitely talk about it next week, but uh, I'm excited. They already got, they already announced season two, him and Sydney are teaming up. Like they, they're like, they're the next big like duo. People are saying in terms of TV, like those two, Carmi and Sydney, man, people are excited to see season two with those two. Yeah, for sure. Um, So we're probably not going to get to go too deep into what I wanted to talk about, but I'll, I'm going to, I found this, it's an article on Vulture, and it gives you like the top eight of streamers, like who's winning the streaming wars. Basically, all right. Wanted to talk about that, and then talk about like you know where each some one of the is. IP, some of the IP. So at number eight, they have Peacock. Okay, it makes sense. Um, Pe- but I'll say this: Peacock, for what it is, it's successful. It it has the WWE fan base, so it's instantly getting money for that. Like anybody who wants to watch WWE, you get a Peacock account and you watch all the pay-per-views, you get all kind of shit. So wrestling fans, it's a win and the office shit. So like Peacock needs to just get more original content and I can see it boosting itself up. But in terms of like needing to watch something, it's successful. Like I see Peacock more successful than Paramount Plus, if I'm being honest. Yeah, the issue with Peacock at the moment is that they are a great collection of IP. Yeah, but they, they are, they but not no original content. Yeah, their original content is not has yet to hit. It's whack. Like they, it's literally WWE and like, oh, let's rewatch The Office and Parks. Right. So you know, I just got onto it to start watching Love Island. This really hasn't started off too great. Yeah, um, so. I, I watched the first episode. I didn't like it. So I yeah. told you the so Brits Peacock, do Love Island better. I've been telling you last that. Peacock sits on the bottom, but I don't think it's ever, I don't think it's in danger. And I uh-uh. think it's still worthwhile. I think Paramount Plus is that, more in yeah. the bottom than Peacock. I'm being honest. Uh, so Paramount Plus is number seven. Yep, makes and, sense. Uh, the, only, the one thing that drives Paramount Plus at this point is shows like The Offer, um, you know, having all the Yellowstones. That, um, that's what's saving. Continuation of that is, is, that's their big franchise. For mm-hmm. Uh, they tried with Halo to fail. So would WWE um, be the big franchise for uh for Peacock? Yes. Well, the, I mean, look, it's built in. So okay, so we got the IP for Peacock. I think it's successful. I don't think Paramount Plus has one. I don't like it's it's their thing is Taylor Sheridan and like well, it's Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah. It's Taylor Sheridan. It's Taylor Sheridan. It's Taylor Sheridan, and then you know, bringing Criminal Minds to be a Paramount Plus exclusive show. That's be big. big. Coming back, um, the having South their Park reality stuff, is stuff good. That, you know. The South Park stuff, you got, you know, all your, your big brothers and your challenge and, and all of that finds its home. It, it's it's another good collection of IP as well. My thing but is they again, have more niche fan bases, whereas like right. the, the WWE to me is bigger than everything that like has a bigger fan base than everything that Paramount Plus has together. So they need something to hit really big besides Yellowstone for them to team, keep pushing up. On the sports angle, where Paramount also gets a plus for what they have is that they have all the soccer. So if you're a soccer fan, then you okay. get Paramount Plus and you get all the So soccer. then I think sports, WWE and soccer, are going to keep those two streaming services alive. Right. But, but I mean, Paramount Plus is doing good original content, so we'll see. True. All right, what's next? And, you know, 
uh, Amazon is six, which I think is a interesting. Crime. Yeah, I think that's not fair um, to Amazon. Like Netflix should be six. Amazon has great IP. You got James Bond. Yeah. You got the boys. You got Lord of the Rings. You, I think Amazon, I think Amazon's so low because they're waiting for the IP to hit. Like right now, what you basically yeah. have that's hit is Jack Ryan and the boys, the, the Tom Clancy and the boys in Invincible. Those are your three things that are active. But once Lord of the Rings comes out, once you get some James Bond content, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I see Amazon pushing up to the top. Right. Yeah. I mean, like Mrs. Maisel was one of their big hits early on True. with Jack Ryan and still going, still Emmy nominated. Uh, then you know, Reacher Flea was bag. really good. Film. Yeah, Flea Bag and Reacher was really great. And Reacher's um, a franchise. Some of the stuff that says, that says on here, like they asked a PR exec, studio exec, streaming analyst, producer, and Wall Street analyst. Um, the the streaming analyst says, I can name at least three Apple Plus TV series I loved over the past, last few months. I can't say the same for Amazon. Oh, what I can Reacher, The Boys, and I need a third one. Um. Oh, I, I liked Out of Range with Josh Brolin. Okay, well, mixed reviews on that. So, you know, in that in terms of that, then maybe. But I mean, I think Amazon Prime is still putting out better stuff than like and Netflix. Like what? The Netflix. And it like, has to be like if, if like to me, if if we're in, if our rankings would be probably HBO. And I'll, I'll put Hulu second. I'm actually putting Hulu second because of what we figured out. Hulu's been dropping bombs. But Amazon's third. It has to be. Yeah. Um, speaking of Hulu, that actually comes in at five. How? One thing I'll say about Amazon, Amazon, like if Lord of the Rings hits, then Amazon is definitely going to bump up. Yeah, exactly. Hulu's, all, Hulu's all, the, all they're waiting for is for Amazon, for one of those big MGM things to hit. If Lord of the Rings hits, Amazon instantly becomes number two. Instantly, right? How's Hulu uh, Five with all that someone, great content? How someone says Hulu has a has so few shows, but what they have is pretty great. They need to put all this under Disney and be done with the labels. Nah, see, Disney can't have that because it's the adult content. They're like, right. I, I like, I'm sorry, but like putting this on Disney Plus doesn't like it. It boosts Disney Plus, but I prefer it the way it is because like. I like that yeah, these, Hulu is killing shit. These, I love it. These people have to be Disney shows because they're just like, oh yeah, it just needs to get under Disney Plus. Just needs like, to be the same thing. If you look at like, all the shows no. Hulu has, you have the old man, you have the bear, you have what we well, do F in the shadows. You have FX. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Shorten that. You got Welcome to Flash, Live Fox TV, which is great. Like Live ABC. You got Solar Opposites. You have uh, Shorzy. The, the, the uh, it's always sick, sunny. The dropout. Dope sick. The right. dropout. Uh, I'm trying to find some more of their original content for me to uh, say because they have great original content. Pen fifteen. Pen fifteen. Only murders in the building. Even though that's not our shit, people love it. Uh, Handmaid's Tale. Um, right. Nine Perfect Strangers. Um, the Act. Uh, pin 15, yeah. like you said, Shrill, Crossing Swords, uh, Shorzy, which is basically the um, Letterkenny, the Letterkenny shit, like yeah. High Fidelity, which got so, canceled, which shouldn't have. Like, Hulu has so Hulu, bangers, like you said, would probably be number two on our list. I it, agree it, it has to be number two on our list, has to. Um, number 
four on this list is Apple TV, which I think is a pretty good spot. Um, would that be our Apple number TV four? Like me. Yeah, I would probably say. Because I think I think Amazon would be our third. Yeah, I, you know, Apple TV doesn't have its pluses, but I think it's going on a downward trend right now. Ooh. So, um, oh, you but, think it's going like, on a downward the trend? They don't have nothing? Yeah, they just don't have anything that's polling right now. Ah, uh, okay. Like Slow Horses ended. So, like, what what are you going to Apple TV to watch right now? The, and honestly, the back to Amazon, show. the terminal list with Chris Pratt is good. Okay, you watched it? Yeah, I watched some of it. It is good. Um, they say I feel like Apple is the anti-Netflix quality over quantity. It when is. I go there, I expect something to be good or well thought out. That's kind of true. I, um, I agree, but I feel their, like, like Amazon's the same way too. Yeah, even like yeah, even some of their lesser shows are really well made. I agree. Um, I'm with like you. Severance ended up being really big, uh, but they don't have a, a they don't have big IP at the moment. Yeah, they don't have anything. Like, that, like man. that was what they were trying to do with their Godzilla stuff, but it's just gonna fail. Like I'm trying to see Apple TV IP, and, and they and they had the Best Picture winner as an Apple TV original. Mm. Coda. Oh yeah. Um, I'm trying to see what's their intellectual property. Let's see. Um, hmm. let me see what's like. I don't. I don't even see anything that's coming out really for them. That's, that's about to be like right now. It's just like a really dead period for them. Like um, all they really have they is were... Ted Lasso, Severance, The After Party, The Foundation, and Foundation. C. And C. Yeah. Oh, and and um, I guess the Rob McElhaney. Some show. People would say like the Servant. Some people would say that Rob McElhaney show. Some people really like uh, the Asian show. I can't remember what it's oh, called. Oh, Pachinko? And sl- Pachinko. And, people, you know, Slow Horses had a really big following. Oh, and the like morning show. had a pretty good year so far. Um, but, yeah. and It's so little Dakota things, though, like picture. you said. Oh, and Patola May Gray. Honestly, that Samuel Jackson Patola May Gray show might have been one of the best TV shows of this year. Oh, well, there you go. So, see, like, that's why I think Apple is firm number At four. four. It makes Maybe, sense, but but you could, but even the saying a lot of stuff now that you can think about it now you could argue it in certain cases with Amazon. Amazon's just been running longer. Yeah, and and, and I think Amazon has more that I like personally. And they're, and they're about to have power IP. Yeah, like James Bond in Lord of the Rings is huge, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, so number three on this list is Netflix. Uh, where would um, we put Netflix? That's just like, honestly, Peacock and Paramount honestly, would be bottom, but six? six. Yeah, I was about to say I'm putting Disney Plus above Netflix. I have to. Right. Yeah, and, and Disney Plus falls number two on this list. I think it's pretty obvious. Disney Shields. Like, you know, oh my obvious. gosh. Yeah. And someone said if you had combined it with Hulu, it'd feel like HBO Max. What? Like it. They're saying I, that if like they merge the two yeah, and one I, streaming service, that it would be I, like HBO Max. I guess you're saying that FX is the HBO, and then the Hulu's originals are like the HBO Max originals, and then you got DC for Marvel, uh, Adult Swim, Cartoon Network for Star Wars type shit. I, I, I guess I see where that thought comes from. I still think the HBO shows are better than FX, but like I see what they're saying. But as for Netflix. I, look, they, to me, are shit out of luck because the IP they have, I don't think it'll work because I don't think Netflix can make good content. One Piece is not going to yeah. work. Avatar, I actually think Avatar The Last Airbender will work over One Piece. But, like, what's after that? 
because they're they want the anime shit to hit. And, and to me, I don't think they do live action content well enough for the anime shit to hit. I wish HBO or Amazon stuck their foot into a- anime and that would just put Netflix out of business. Right. Yeah. I'm, I, I can't imagine that any of those shows are really going to land. Sandman was one of the ones I thought might actually be all right. They're losing the comic book stuff. Cause like once Sandman's over, yeah. like. Well, and they then like they pretty much gave up on Umbrella Academy. No Marvel. So it's really only Stranger Things and like if Avatar lands. And the anime but, I mean, like, I, think, I think they're still good in terms of like, I think movies. they're going to be out on the TV game. Yeah. The movies, I think, is what they're going to be pushing for. I agree. And, I think. And if they became more so just the movie original. It could work. Streamer. It could work. Yep. I think they need to do more stuff like the Grey Movies Man. and docs. I think, yes. I think they need more stuff like the untold sports, more stuff like the Grey Man, and more stuff like Spiderhead. Less old less old uh old guard less jamie fox vampire shit like make action movies westerns uh martial arts movies make the movies that we don't get anymore leave the superhero stuff to uh, other people honestly if they made if they became a24 of the streamers that could be huge for them and right I mean, that would definitely be like a, some a direction to go towards. Like, imagine if they, they made all the movies that we don't get anymore, like the action movie blockbuster, the westerns, like the sci-fi. Like, stay away from superhero and give us war movies. Give us all those other stuff we aren't getting, and I guarantee Netflix would be a smash. Leave TV alone. One person says something about Netflix that I definitely agree with. Um, it's too crowded. I, I can agree with that. It's too much stuff. It's a little too hard to navigate. Too much. It stuff. is. It, I agree. Um. So yeah, and and with Disney Plus, like the IP just carries. Um, <laughs> you know, everyone's gonna watch the Marvel shows. Everyone's gonna watch the Star Wars. But all shows. that other shit, matter. no one gives a fuck about. All that, uh, like, yeah. If it's not it's, Marvel it's, or it's Star Wars, service. it's like I don't care about this nostalgia. Yeah, I mean, it's just really if you really want a nostalgia weekend, that's Disney Plus for you for sure. Uh, and so then the number number one for them and number one for us is definitely gonna be HBO Max. Yeah. Not only does it carry some strong IP with Mar- uh, DC and uh, and Adult Swim and, all and of HBO. Yeah, and they have um, the the classic movies TCM. That's huge. Like if I like and and that's what Amazon has as well about being able to go watch older movies. But HBO has a better selection of movies than Amazon does. Right. And they're also doing really strong docs, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. HBO Sports. They got a Princess Diana documentary coming out next month. That's going to be huge for them. Yep. And, And like they have a lot of good shows coming. Warriors coming back. Like all the HBO IP is huge. Right. Uh, so I think it's pretty obvious that HBO wins. So our rankings is HBO, Amazon, uh, Hulu, Amazon, Apple, Disney Apple. Plus, Netflix, Netflix, Peacock, Paramount. Yeah, I'd flip Paramount and Peacock still, but that's fine. That for for non wrestling fans, I get it. I'm a wrestling guy now, so I, I go Peacock, Paramount, but I get it. Yeah. So that's pretty much where we would put it um definitely want to hear from other people what they think um, yeah let's know in the comments go to netflix i you know i found myself uh when i was trying to find something to watch this week 
gravitating to Hulu. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's just I, honestly, yeah. I started Hulu for for TV, and then I go to HBO, and then I go to Amazon, and then finally I'll go to Netflix. I don't even touch you know, Disney and, Plus. And, grant, and granted, I'm watching a lot of Top Chef on Hulu, so I could watch that on Peacock. Oh, they fair. have it. Yeah, it's fair. I, I am going to be using Peacock a lot more to watch Top Chef reality stuff. I, yeah, I watch Bravo stuff like uh, Below Deck Med. Like they have the Bravo stuff is great on uh, Peacock for sure. Yeah, so I could change for Peacock pretty soon and flip it. Made That's what I'm saying. Flip it with Paramount Plus, Plus, man. Peacock has great shit. But the offer is just so good. <laughs> but that wraps up everything here for Bros Who Binge this week. Lyndon, let everyone know what's going on with the network. Got a lot of good shit. The Bros Who Think podcast is back. Filming that tonight, so you'll have both of those tomorrow. Anime Talk is back. Me and Chris are back from DreamCon, and we're not slowing down. We have a new content release schedule for you. Well, not release schedule, but just a new YouTube release strategy for you where you'll start to see more of not only this podcast, but bros who think anime talk all on the YouTube, but not in ways you think it won't be full episodes. There'll be clips of, of all the best parts of the podcast. And if you want to listen to the full thing, you can check out the audio unless y'all start asking for it on YouTube. The views said y'all didn't want it. The views show that run it back and the one piece of uh, content and all of the manga content is successful, but the full episodes aren't. So we're going to give you clips of this and this will be on YouTube, Bros Who Think and Anime Talk will all be on YouTube, so make sure you subscribe. But all of our podcasts are dropping this week. Make sure you check out the Run It Back. One Piece uh, reviews are back. We got a big chapter and Manga Melee is dropping. So all the amazing stuff is, is will be out this week and the next week, Imitation Game. We're doing the Ian Hawley movie. So make sure y'all check out all of our amazing content. Yeah, definitely check out all that stuff. I'm definitely interested in hearing other people's perspectives on Whiplash and why it has one of the best finales of all movies. Yep. And yeah, definitely look out for our next run it back. It's been an exciting one for us to do. Now that we were going through like movies that each one of us on the wheel. About in yeah. A certain way. Um, so you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at hubert14, uh, Letterbox Adam BWT. And listen to us again next week for another Bros Who Binge when we talk about The Gray Man. Yes, sir. I hope everyone out there has a great week. And as always, keep binging.